listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. That being on the village, this beat made me kill it. Her feet to the ceiling, she said that she loved me. She never said that in college. 3005 is our mileage. I'm in the lane like a Prius, cause I'm moving in silence. You still ain't broke down yet? All the flashing lights and a couple crown vicks. Wanna rock, wanna rock crown in the ring on the left? Tell the nigga, tell the nigga to eat up. You don't wanna get left. Uh, relationships look closer in the rear view. Finally slow it down and realize she ain't nowhere near you. So now you gotta stop, part put that shit in neutral yeah you really love her but is she worth your future y'all see ever y'all beyonce they'll be saying he got money think they can be bill kanye if he left driving the driveway yeah i know who you are yeah i, I know, know who, who you is. is we were driving together when we met we were kids you ain't know about the biz i ain't nobody either i see you in a new ride i flash my lights when i see you i just be driving uh-uh. hey welcome to the blackout tales podcast with your host rod and Cameron. And we are live on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Ready to get all into this before football starts. You guys know mm-hmm. how we do. Mm-hmm. We was up late last night just for you premium folks. We love y'all. Oh, yeah, we do. We reviewed that terrible movie, Blade Runner 2049. Yes, it was. Uh, very late at night. Because um, uh, it's a three-hour movie, guys. Yep. Uh, but, I, yeah, we worked hard yesterday. Well, you know. <clears throat> uh we 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 got a lot of we got a lot of conflicts okay guys no no you were tired yesterday <laughs> i just came in for the last i came in for the for the last uh five minutes of the game you know how to have like the two minute rule where you know all the starters done got out the game they'll be like all right we had our, the rest of you chumps that's when i came in i just finished the game off well i made sure we ain't lose the lead yeah ah! we, uh yeah we did the feedback show then uh i was on with uh nina and leslie mack to do uh queen sugar a uh, recap for a podcast fan you can find it on itunes stitcher wherever you listen to your podcast and then uh me and leslie mack also did a recap of the defenders for marvel for our off-season review i haven't put it on the feed yet uh but it will put it on there soon and then uh karen and i went and saw blade runner because it was it was one of those days where i was like i'm up let's do this shit today let's get it all done while we have the schedule because because blade runner is a three-hour movie y'all that's why because we would have already seen it y'all know we normally see shit like try to see it like that day we even catch the wednesday thursday movie but we kept looking at you like nigga three hours is it really worth three hours three hours oh three hours yeah it was three hours i'm gonna have wrap this shit up three loud ass hours like i would have probably fell asleep but the music in blade runner is so loud that you can't fall asleep it's like they knew the movie was boring so they was like look we're gonna have a lot of walking without any talking where nobody's even emoting everyone's just like making a stoic face and slowly walking towards something so they was like if we're gonna do that then we need to just make this bitch loud as fuck because it's just like like half the movie is just ryan gosling walking towards something with like in the background I was like, what the hell? You know, and, and we go to the movies. So I've never heard a movie this fucking loud. So, so I was loud. like, did you pay a 25% fee just to turn your shit up? Even when it's just like some mundane shit, like, you know, it's like, it's like it'll just be like, <laughs> I was like, his, like he'll be landing his car to park it so he can walk in the house. And it's like, wow, <laughs> wow. I was like, what the fuck? 
this doesn't call for this for such dramatic ass music oh my god y'all like woo, that was a lot <laughs> anyway we, re- we re- reviewed that and then of course we're doing this show today and later we have to do our fear the walking dead recap for the night so full days um but uh worth it guys for you guys yes um and at some point we gotta we still have a couple more shows we have to review mm-hmm. um, they start coming back yeah yeah uh at any rate um thank y'all for tuning in live on a sunday morning is what we're trying to say you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search for us and we'll come up just search the black guy who tips uh leave us five star reviews and we'll read them on itunes and stitcher the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's show is double sponsored it's brought to you by loot crate this episode is brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate filled to the brand with exclusive items from the best and biggest pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt enter code tbgwt and you can save three dollars off of any new subscription okay uh this month they're gonna have the mythical collection which is gonna include uh some marvel ghostbusters stranger things but for the vampire slayer don't be late get on this now uh so that you can uh get it because uh after the 19th at 9 p.m pacific time uh it's a wrap you can't you can't even get this shit back so uh yeah make sure you guys do that um and then also we're brought to you by safety pin box today mm-hmm. oh shit yeah uh safety pin box is having a giveaway okay guys um and they have two types of uh boxes you can get um a safety pin box kids box which is uh a series for kids to talk is in the 2017 edition let's talk about race and dot 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 uh the sp the spb kids box series is an eight week series geared towards elementary age kids and it comes with one parent guide and one kids book oh the kids book is part coloring book part reflection and part task and each kit comes with parent slash kid spb task like the safety pin box for you guys i mean i feel like y'all should be familiar but um it's it's basically a it's it's basically a box that helps people become better allies Mm -hmm. um and uh uh specifically to black women and um it, it, it you you basically use it to you get tasks you learn things um and you know for people to put their money where their mouths are you right. know um like a lot of people talk a good game but well, then when it's time for them to work. actually do something give up something everybody taps out right uh if you're uh listening to this uh your white person listening to this like uh you probably uh a uh, person that's ripe for a uh, safety pin box you know mm-hmm. um and these and these are things that can uh, be beneficial to you but also be beneficial to uh to black women um <clears throat> also dinner conversation learning together activities reflection section and or original cookbook imaging uh they also include a f- um, images they also include a full parent guide the parent guide will give you all the same tasks and prompts as the kids books but it will also give you some parent pre-work for before you talk to your kids as well as some reflection questions and tips for how to talk to your spouse and family members so that way you won't end up you know looking like charlie's mama on queen sugar guys y'all oh, i got no how to handle it but uh but yes that, that so that's one of it one of the giveaways uh or you can get the ally backpack okay the ally backpack um is for people that are looking for a comprehensive allyship foundation just call it our ally jumpstart it includes six video primer on race featuring video topics such as why does race matter what is race 
how race built america and the world um how does race impact people and systems today black lives matter and the ongoing black liberation movement uh physical small backpack will also be mailed to you uh interactive assessment questionnaire easy to understand ultimate white ally glossary and tangible tasks to get started as an ally um i think to give this away uh one you gotta be a white person okay like this yeah. is uh i mean we uh we gucci black people y'all fall back on this yeah, yeah. uh yeah this, yeah this is gonna be some reverse racism yeah so if y'all listening uh i mean if if you're listening to this you're a white person mm-hmm. that is interested in um uh, being a better ally if you have a kid mm-hmm. you can pick one of the two boxes obviously um but we just it's just a giveaway like this mm-hmm. is you don't have to pay for it you can see what all the fuss is about if you've seen the daily show segment with roy wood jr right. with then you kind of get the gist of it mm-hmm. um if you've heard leslie and marissa come on this show they're both the co-founders of safety pin box and you know Correct. who they are mm-hmm. um all you gotta do is email us the blackouts at gmail.com and tell us why you would like to uh to get the box mm-hmm. you know and tell us if you want the kids box or you want the adult box and uh me and karen will pick a pick a, a person um at the end of the week on our feedback show okay so you want to do it saturday next saturday this, yeah we'll pick we'll by the end of this week mm-hmm. on our feedback show we will uh we will give it away to somebody um so yeah email us the blackout tips at gmail.com tell us why you don't gotta write a full Mm-mm. ass essay because i ain't reading all that shit but give us a, a short you know paragraph or so of why you would like to uh you know have the box man and uh you know whether and let us know if it's for the kids or for the adult version Mm -hmm. all right guys let's get into the news all right all kinds of news is happening guys all right um and not all of it's good not most of it it's not good (laughs) uh a latino man got shot in north carolina um by the charlotte mecklenburg police department um and this happened back september 6th and um somebody lying because uh, oh, body cam footage just showed up and it showed that he got shot while his hands was up um before this you know there was because it, it happened i think september 6th um and according to local alternative weekly creative loafing cmpd claims that he called 911 on himself september 6th to tell them that he had a gun through a spanish interpreter though he did not elaborate as they approached officers told him in spanish to raise his hands he complied then the two officers courtney suggs and david guerrera fired it appears guerrera shot shot was the one that killed galindo uh both guerrera and suggs on leave according to the local tv station i'm not gonna play the footage or anything mm-hmm. but uh yeah man um it's interesting in a couple of ways one um we are a state that passed that law where only the family should, is supposed to be able to see the body cam footage and, uh by suing the state mm-hmm. and in in court it can be released which can take months um mm-hmm. if and then even and, then not to still, the public yeah and even then they could still say no you can't have it right so um it's very interesting that they released that body footage was released in this joint um it makes you really wonder what that law was about this is the second or third time that we've had a shooting since then second it's the sec- second i know of that we had a shooting since then now it could just be that it's charlotte so don't get it twisted okay mm-hmm. like different from the rest of the state y'all Hate right to be like that north carolina is uh as a state is pretty um you know purple is what they would call it you know i'd say pretty red but um yeah, charlotte is like we don't want that problems his tape his tape his tape yeah charlotte's super black 
um we i mean we got rid of our last mayor just now yeah, just recently because she's a white woman who wasn't woke enough come on like and i'm not saying that um i know some people think she's just a piece of shit but i'm saying in general she fucked up when she was on some like but it's kind of look we need to work with the police and people was like fuck that shit get a black person in there um so i we may be a little more militant as a city quote unquote than the surrounding area right so that's probably why this footage got released um but still um they still out here killing people man um and lying about it apparently you know because the footage don't show what y'all talking about you know uh university of wisconsin passes dangerous new policy that expels students for protest um now part of me wonders if this is about controlling the, the, the students that play sports that, that, I, I didn't even think about the regular student body i was like oh y'all just trying to control the athletes right um the second part of this though is are you just trying to control the student body because what's happening lately is that there's a lot of protest um going on on these public college campuses because they're seen as a place for quote-unquote free speech but we all know that free speech in this country is a very loaded term right what's free speech exactly and who is allowed free speech right like because one free speech is supposed to be the government not infringing on your da 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 yell for shit but there's you know if you call for violence if you're uh, out here advocating a riot that's not considered free speech right Mm -hmm. so 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 right away what is free speech are we saying kids that take a knee on the field are protesting are we saying like on a football game are we saying that kids who um get signs and say hey black lives matter we want to walk through campus and say black lives matter are they can they be expelled are you also going to expel people from outside of the campus who see colleges now as a bastion of free speech a place where no one can reject them so you have white supremacists that plan the whole marches and shit on college campuses now they may or may not even be your students right so so what happens with them and what happens when the students that are on campus decide to go out there and be like get the fuck off our campus Uh, who's getting suspended because you can't suspend the white supremacists that don't go to your school right but you might be able to suspend the, the the black person or the white person or whoever person that comes out there with signs that say hey we're against the white supremacist shit like it's just it's a really really slippery slope and it's really dangerous in my opinion but i wonder how it'll be executed because i always worry that the person making the decision like a lot of people a lot of times will be white and they'll say hey i i think milo yalla lovers is free speech i think black lives matter is a dangerous terrorist organization needs to get off the campus so one of these will get a suspension and the other group will not that's what i worry about right right because the thing is once these rules made out racism affects how these rules are implemented and that's always a fact Mm -hmm. and if you try to separate the two you're lying to yourself the people that make these decisions make these decisions in a racist systemic system and a lot of times they take the decisions that have been made in the past or a lot of times they make decisions based off of what's quote-unquote best for white people right um yeah they recently approved a policy that will suspend or expel students who disrupt campus speeches and presentations because they are infringing on others free speech an ironic and dangerous threat to the right to protest everywhere right so we invited uh some alt-right person to speak and if you come and interrupt that speech your ass is gonna get suspended 
because you know you see what i'm saying like they because it's ridiculous because like i said since white people in mass don't really even know what racism is and mm-hmm. since people in privilege don't really know what whatever isms are they see they see the disruption of bringing say we want to bring on a, a a very misogynistic guy and have him speak on our campus uh some group decides we're gonna put up the money and get him to come here it's funny that the university then sees it on equal footing with a not misogynistic person like hey it's just two different ways to think instead of being like well one of these messages don't belong on our campus they're like well it's like both messages can be here which validates the first you know so then when there's protest all of a sudden it's well you're interrupting his right to speak so it's whoever spoke first is the right to free speech and then everybody after that don't have a right to say anything till they're done you know it's bullshit um anyway and plus we know it just doesn't work that for every work that way for every case right some people's speech ends up being protected this way and others aren't right and normally it's white people's speech is protected and any brown people or marginalized people uh speech lgbtq like we don't want to hear that you know because there's a lot of uh because it's not only affects black lives and black lives matter this affects indigenous people this affects lgbtq people this affects a lot of people so if you have somebody comes on your campus and they're paying that they're they're, they're um, uh uh anti-lgbtq and people that are of this community start protesting their students so now i'm kicked off campus because you've come and you've come on my campus that i and and and, 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 and the thing is because i went to a motherfucking college campus the students can say i pay you you don't pay me i fucking i pay you i pay for these expensive ass books and these boring ass classes to get a goddamn degree and you're not gonna tell me i can't protest here yeah what i find interesting is um they say you get two you get two if you get found twice having engaged in violence or other disorderly conduct what is that all right that's that if i shout at milo that's disorderly you know if you bring tommy lauren on and i say i boo her i bring a sign is that disorderly conduct you know what i mean like here's the other part of this that they don't talk about some of these controversial um outright gamergate types they come to the campus and they do things like threatening students like i'm gonna out a trans student i'm gonna out someone who is um uh an undocumented student right i'm like they're they're literally presenting a present danger to these to people on your campus as a way of stirring up the people you know their outright supporters and shit and um that to me is not about protecting their free speech you know and they advertise and they say they're gonna do that and we'll get more into that outright shit later but it's just interesting considering you know status quo um and and why we want to start silencing dissent at this point um in our history with so much stuff from the from uh whether it's government laws whether it's uh people being stirred up by the leadership of the white house and emboldening people to start being openly and vocally racist and bigoted and all that shit it's funny now is the time that people go oh let's shut down all this protest shit you know um i i think protest is funny because protest happens in my opinion in a healthy environment as opposed to um unhealthy like it's only like when it's a healthy environment the idea and the right and the protections of people who protest are still protected you know even when it's you know 
anti-system anti-establishment and stuff there's 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 always like a level of decency that's just not supposed like you're not supposed to do this but then you look at some look around the world you look around um the history of this country and shit there's been times where people like volatile they were like i'm going out and protest and i know the government don't want this and i know the police don't want this and i know this nobody wants to see this and i know that from the but it, look at who's in the top office you look at who's from the top down it's it's like the attitude of that person is reflected in the country you know like i like i said during the vietnam war when nixon was in office man the motherfuckers were beating the fuck out of them hippies like sending the police out there a construction workers union he was praising them for beating up the hippies like i think we're gonna go from a uh i mean we have gone from an environment where you had uh you know a president an ag and all this shit that was like hey 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 look they had a right to protest you don't gotta agree with them but we gotta respect that da 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 for stuff like black lives matter and whatnot and now we're about to go to hey they had a right to protest you don't gotta agree with them for white supremacists like that that's how i think it's gonna be now like don't hey we gonna have to look at this school y'all got y'all let them boys get beat up you know i feel like that's where we're at now it's so it's such a short period of time it flipped that fast yeah yeah and it's also in my opinion when you start implementing rules like this you're telling uh marginalized and brown people we don't want you here like that's all i hear we don't want you here so you go you because some kids are gonna be like fuck it and they're gonna get suspended and they're gonna get put out and so you're gonna have they're gonna start targeting uh groups of people where their whole thing is we're not here for no bullshit you know they're gonna start targeting those students watching those students monitoring those students like they do activists that are not students in the student population uh college students gonna start being on watch list and shit like that um and it's gonna be one of those things where basically you 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 want a a, a group of people that uh are, that's okay with the status quo and white supremacy basically you know a lot of college campuses want to get everybody out outside of white people because white people think that any brown person that got in a college campus got in there because of affirmative action or some shit like that not because uh they're smarter than you not because you might fucking be mediocre you might not have the grades or gps score and all that shit it's because me as white people i deserve this spot not you and then they struck down the um what you call that law uh the affirmative action law uh what you call that thing well title nine title nine yeah well that's not necessarily affirmative action okay that's more it normally comes down to more gender stuff than race stuff right um and it also was a big investigation unit into uh college campus sexual assaults and stuff like that right so you're gonna have that go up too and in addition to uh you you're telling people not to protest mm-hmm. now you go your rapes and shit gonna go up because now you know all of a sudden the people that commit these crimes you know can just do all this stupid shit now so it's like well if i got raped and i want to protest my rape and i can't even do that right yeah I, I, I do feel like uh the entire campus is under assault i think and it's not just black and brown people but lgbtq people women um uh, like it's basically like we want to turn higher education into a white man only situation and everybody get the fuck out now what what is it what's always been interesting to me about college in america you know being that it's a for-profit system and not a public good necessarily um how the fuck do they expect to make money while making the environment so exclusionary i just don't understand the profit model you know like 
this is one of the things about quote unquote capitalism that's supposed to be this great equalizer but it's like you have exorbitant fees to go to your college you you can't you literally can't make money unless you have people paying sixty seventy thousand dollars and shit to go to your school what are you gonna do when the environment is so toxic that people are like yeah i don't want to go to school i don't want to go to college or i don't want to go to that college and they go to some other college like what like what is the plan there for these schools it doesn't make sense to me they don't care because racism is irrational and illogical it doesn't make sense it doesn't look out for its own best interest when it comes to racism racism is one of those things where racism looks out for itself first racism i wonder what's supposed to happen when these schools like if they lose money over this the thing nobody cares that's see the other thought part about this is there's always this idea with among whiteness that every position at a company every position in a college belongs to a white person first and if you see a black person brown person asian person anyone in that spot but you as a white person they stole it they didn't deserve it they were given it they didn't earn it you know that's the way that they view affirmative action that's the way they view uh diversity all that shit so in your idea higher education and 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 corporate america and actually all art all fields are supposed to just be these white dominated fields where you know everyone else is just lucky to be gifted a spot if you know if 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 at all right i don't understand like how much money and how many spaces do they think they're gonna fill at these colleges with just these mediocre to sub mediocre white people and move all the black and brown and lgbtq and uh all this all the excellence that is not whiteness uh, how are you just gonna move it off of your campus like what is i don't understand but like you said it's not rational so right right and that's, yeah, that's it, the thing when you try to think of these decisions with your rational mind it makes no sense because financially it doesn't make any sense it just overall it doesn't make sense so you go okay well this is racism and 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 racism doesn't think about the future racism doesn't think about if i do this how would this affect the future it just thinks right now let's do this decision and fuck it we'll deal with whatever comes later on and we'll make another racist ass decision at that time whenever that situation is presented It, it does not think about uh how these decisions impact other things and i also think that once more you because once one <coughs> university do this more universities would do this and not all universities are not going to do this but it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of uh, uh black people and, and young people and lgbtq people start going to some of the smaller universities and hbcus and independent schools because they're like hey y'all don't want me there and these are the only places that accept me what's weird to me also is even um bernie sanders and his promise of like free college and shit that you know was gonna just magically happen for people um even with shit like that it's like this promise of like everyone deserves to go to college college is the way out everybody belongs there everyone will get a shot there everyone will do good there and it's like i like i don't even know if this is the solution to everything in the first place but it also had rings true to a certain level of promise that he, like trump has that all of like this white people hey you're getting shafted you belong in these colleges these other people don't like you deserve they don't deserve like it still has this underlying theme of that for me to a certain extent where it's like i, I like 
college is becoming a safe space for racist people only like it seems to be the point now i know this is just one school it's wisconsin i'm not saying every school's like this da 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 but i don't know these type of things um really send a message to me of like this new administration from the top down is saying hey safe space now means safe place to be a nazi safe place to be a white supremacist um you know backed with all their other laws and policies that they're you know putting out there right and um miss <clears throat> martin made up a good point which i didn't think about they lower the standards that's right brown people in there all of a sudden your standards go up they right. go high you know you have to have all these ridiculous qualifications coming out of high school uh so many hours of community service and they so the standards kept going up and a lot of white people couldn't meet the standards then they got mad because they couldn't meet the standards that they had but the standards they had were not to weed them out right. they were to weed other people out but you got caught in the mix because you didn't meet whatever the standard is because the standard was applied across the board now i didn't think about this make good sense the standards will start lowering to allow some of these mid to average white folks to come in there uh mm. to your universities when well would not affect the eliteness of these universities then because all of a sudden mm. your standards lowered yeah well some of these public universities don't even worry about being elite um but it's just i don't know it just felt like it was already like that anyway but yeah i guess they would they could lower the standards maybe that'll be the thing i don't know yeah, i mean now, now yeah i'm not saying thing. i'm not arguing i'm right. just it makes sense maybe that'll be the thing because i can just imagine that this is sending a message to our youth like hey don't come to these schools you know like i if i had a kid and i see that this is the university of wisconsin is sending out this message of hey basically if we invite some piece of shit on our campus don't interrupt it don't say nothing just give us the money and shut the fuck up yeah i'm like maybe you don't want to go there yeah uh, yeah like there you don't want to go because that's not like that's gonna be some problems baby the firm behind the fearless girl um i don't know if you know who the fearless girl is uh it's a statue on uh wall street of a little girl and she's got her hands on her hips and she's standing up to a big ass bull um well there's a financial firm that made the the statue fearless girl uh they've agreed to pay out five million dollars to more than 300 women and 15 black employees over allegations that it paid them less than their white male colleagues mm you don't say now nah, they they yeah they you don't say yeah, yeah. And the federal government is like what you're not gonna do is release everybody's numbers so that people can get mad because they ain't getting paid their fair share state street court which erected the makeshift monument earlier this year to promote gender equality said they would cough up the dough this week after being audited by the u.s department of labor's office of federal contract compliance programs the findings from the audit were filed in boston on wednesday along with a settlement agreement state street a 2.6 trillion dollar asset management company um based on out of bean town will now have to pay a combined five million to female and black employees that were allegedly discriminated against since at least 2010 hundreds of women were paid less than their male counterparts in base salary bonus pay and total compensation according to federal officials that allegedly included females employed as senior vice president managing director and vice president positions uh -huh. <laughs> i just think it's funny that females think they can uh manage some stocks and bonds karen you know these females out here nope nobody laughing but me okay mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm. all right i would just like to apologize and have my denim back 
um (laughs) olccp's analysis demonstrates that a statistically significant disparity in compensation remained even when legitimate factors affecting pay were taken into account uh officials allege that black employees were also discriminated against with at least 15 individuals being paid less in base salary and total compensation than their similarly situated white colleagues while state street uh, agreed to settle the firm officially denied the claims in the statement they said <laughs> of course they always fight the it's lie 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 deny 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 oh shit uh yeah we're gonna pay y'all writing a five million dollar check as you're being like i don't know what y'all motherfuckers talking about it was it looked fair to me it looked fair to us y'all mm-hmm. tripping anyway here's five million dollars because we did get caught statistically treating uh-huh yeah that's what everybody do a lot of times when you sign these forms they go we don't take no right to shit here your money state street is committed to equal pay practices and evaluates on an ongoing basis our internal process to be sure our compensation hiring and promotion programs are non-discriminatory uh, discriminatory while we dis- disagree with the olccp's analysis and findings we have di- comp- comp- cooperated fully with them and made a decision to bring this six-year-old matter to resolution and move forward so fearless so brave mm-hmm. here's your money leave us fuck along bitches and black people mm-hmm. yeah it's funny we put out that uh put out that statue for that little girl yeah we we stand for women unless they work for us because then they ass gotta take a little pay cut you know right? i mean we can't be my, out here my thing either, either <laughs> you you paid them equal or you didn't ain't no ain't no that's uh, that's that's not a question behind that i, I don't comprehend this yeah why the, why the audit look funny like and that? why you paying because if if this was so anti you would have fought them y'all a billion dollar company you would have fought them uh see what else happened uh pro-life congressman is resigning following an abortion scandal mm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. abortion is for everybody else though i mean not i mean yeah, not in the rights to not have abortions for everybody else though. yeah i mean listen we got to control these women's bodies okay karen um and uh oh shit controversy Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An anti-abortion uh, Republican Congressman Tim Murphy of Pennsylvania has announced his plans to retire following reports that he had an extramarital affair and urged his mistress to get an abortion during the pregnancy scare. After a discussion, <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing how fucked up men get to be in this country when most of us have sex with women and women know we full of shit like they could pretty much expose every last one of these people but like uh especially considering that the makeup of political legislature uh of people especially that are anti-abortion is mostly white men that means there are white women in these dudes lives that know they full of shit and don't say anything you know what i mean you gotta think about that like melania trump know that trump is a lying ass piece of shit that is a hypocrite and will say anything in order to be elected and she he don't kill. her his ex-wives know he got like two or three ex-wives so they know they don't even have to like his ass and they know and they like nope can't gotta stay gotta look at make a unified front and i think about that shit with all these politicians you know remember that motherfucker that had like a mistress and fell in love with her in south carolina and shit like went on a nature trail and shit yeah like it's just shit like that where i'm like there's a, always a woman somewhere that knows you full of shit it could just be like hey this dude out here fucking women on the side da da da. but you know what's so crazy america will forgive him and won't forgive her for telling of course that's what's so crazy anyway uh after discussing with my family and staff i've come to the decision that i will not seek re-election to congress at the end of my current term 
Oh, he'll um, be back. Nobody ever gets canceled. He'll be doing something shit, some firm, a payment multi-million billion dollar contract somewhere. He'll be just fine. I'm not sure he won't seek re-election. Right. If we keep being, if we being real. He's just like gonna serve you, out the rest of this term, but when it come back, he's gonna be like, I'm throwing my name in the hat again. No, I'm saying he will serve the rest of this term because they didn't say he stepped down, really. Uh, said he, he said, retired. he, he, he said, I come to the decision, I will not seek re-election to Congress oh, at the end of, okay. it's like how Dannon said, we not gonna re-sign Cam's contract. Like, we not, he won't be in any more commercials. We're not gonna re-sign him when it's time to renew his contract. But it's not like they said, give us, uh, our two million dollars back and we canceling the contract and fuck you. They were like, nah we just won't work with this dude no more and i'm sure it's a lot more paperwork and shit than just saying we won't resign with this dude right like um but the thing that i find interesting in this case is he's like i'm not gonna seek re-election when is re-election you know what i mean like is if it's november then i then maybe you're maybe you're telling the truth but if it's motherfucking like 2019 2020 I bet by the time he get there, he'll just be like, I'm going to keep it going and see if nobody notices. Yeah, they're saying that uh, he resigned. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let me finish reading this then. Maybe I made it wrong. Um, Anyway, he says, uh, he will not seek re-election to Congress at the end of my current term. In the coming weeks, I will take personal time to seek help as my family and I continue to work through personal difficulties and seek healing as you respect our privacy at this time. So that's personal difficulties, huh? Hold up the person is personal difficulties. Yeah. All right. So what about that is resigning? am i tripping is there a new update that's what they saying oh okay okay all right um because i'm reading this shit like that ain't how you resign that is no i'm gonna take a vacation y'all i just got caught with my dick out there and like shit bitches be tripping so like yeah, i'm gonna just need time, to, you know i'm gonna I'm a walk out gracefully i'm gonna talk to my family you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna hey just wink wink i'm not gonna get reelected. so like don't even worry about that uh let's let this cool down uh, he admitted to having an extramarital affair with a 32-year-old forensic psychologist, Shannon Edwards, several weeks ago after details of that relationship were uh, made public. How old is he? Mm, 64. Is and she's... Mm-hmm. Boy, I tell you, man. These women be... Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Honey, she was living that life. He must have been taken out for steak and shrimp. You know what I'm saying? I'm on. Like, I guess if you can make that move. Anyway. Uh, All the red-bottom shoes she won't. After details of their relationship were made public during his uh, divorce proceedings uh, came out, uh, they reported that it had obtained documents from the proceedings, including a text message exchange with Edwards, criticized Murphy for posting anti-abortion views on Facebook. How you... What? what how is that? Okay, Edwards criticizes... So she criticizes murphy for him talking about anti-abortion views on facebook because she knows that his ass is pro-abortion when it comes to her right and you have you're not anti-abortion yeah and you have zero issue posting your pro-life stance all over the place when you had no issue asking me to abort our unborn child just last week when we thought that was one of the options Despite the scandal, the Democrats are skeptical that they, they, they could pick up Murphy's seat in the Republican district. Murphy is certainly weaker today than he was yesterday, one Democratic strategist said, but it'll be a stretch to say this is a Democratic pickup opportunity. So, 
what so uh is there like a new link that says he was yeah gone? somebody okay. put a link in the chat i don't know if you see All it right, on cool. the side but yeah i'm about to um i'm about to uh copy and, and read that because yeah man i was reading this shit because the title say he resigned i'm looking at that That's quote like yeah i'm looking at that quote like i don't know this motherfucker might be lying y'all uh let's see uh reporting her uh he allegedly nah, nah, nah. he announced his plan to resign from office later this month just a day after announcing his plan to retire following the 2018 election nigga i don't trust it y'all we'll see i i need him to go through with this y'all he still might back out i don't trust him i mean this is still the opportunity to be like mm, you know what mm, my dick didn't get me that yeah trouble. he received a letter of resignation from tim murphy effective october 21st said paul ryan so we let's wait till october 21st guys we'll put a pin in this come back to it yeah we'll, see if we'll, this white man lying or not we'll, we'll see. see what happened honey honey he'll he'll he gonna uh, wash his dick off uh don't worry about that abortion and be like i'm back think he won't show up october 22nd like what what's everybody upset about what? <laughs> well i told y'all i had personal difficulties i took my i used my mental health days to focus on me and my family sound like he tried to tweet through it at first you know but i'm waiting till that motherfucker uh i'm waiting till his they put some boxes in this office y'all I'm right wait. right like somebody said you want to wait till they put the badge and gun on the desk listen i'm waiting till that motherfucker slide his car on the, on the office door and it, jump, and it turn red instead of green he be like all right it's official it's official dog you you can't even get in your office it's official i don't trust these uh uh he'll do like the control out that he log in and be like yeah i don't trust it'll be like it override right y'all y'all can go out here and trust these motherfuckers i don't trust them Mm-mm. i forget that he'll, other he'll dude. come to this that's his name tag gonna be off his office yeah i forget that other dude that had some issues too where he um he uh god was it orange hatch i can't remember who it was but he was like i'm i'm gonna resign i'm gonna resign I'm, i got caught in the scandal and then he was like eh, actually i'm not gonna resign come get me come arrest me come get me out of here Duh! like god damn um nelly is arrested for rape after a woman accused the rapper of attacking her on a tour bus ahead of his washington concert oh that's not good underlay underlay mommy e-i-e-i uh-oh indeed oh right. oh yes um he is accused a uh, woman accused a 42 year old of raping her on his tour bus in washington early on saturday morning rappers on tour with florida uh georgia line there and he, he was set to perform in ridgefield washington ridgefield washington on saturday night sources told the site the attack occurred at 3 45 a.m uh his real name cornell iroh haynes jr was specifically identified by the victim he was charged with second degree rape at 7 a.m and taken into custody um yeah that's gonna be interesting <laughs> sorry that's gonna be interesting too because uh i think he's married oh i didn't i didn't know he was married yeah ain't nelly married y'all like i don't think I don't he's supposed know. to be having these women on the bus mm-hmm. and shit um but yeah he since pulled out of the gig um so he won't be uh if he did i know his wife was like it's getting hot in here <laughs> mm-hmm. uh from his release he released a statement on twitter branding the allegations false and apologizing for putting himself in the situation 
let me say i'm beyond shocked that i've been targeted with this false allegation i'm completely innocent i'm confident that once the facts are looked at it will be clear that i'm the victim of a false allegation i do want to apologize to my loved ones for the embarrassment and for putting myself in a situation where i could be victimized by this false defaming situation allegation i also want to thank my fans for their unwavering support they know me i assure you i will be vindicated i assure you i will pursue every legal option and address this defaming claim thank you he then summarized in other words y'all know damn well i ain't do no dumb shit like this love um all right uh i feel like that means the first part of that statement was written by a lawyer or something and i feel like the second part of that statement was nelly y'all know damn well i ain't do no dumb shit like this love that oh, seems yeah. oh like yeah, that, he yeah, wrote that. That, yeah that's 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 him and, you know, and apparently he's in the big uh dilemma mm yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, he's in the dilemma. Mm-hmm. Okay, Karen, I see you. Stepping over there in your Air Force One Air Force Ones. I see you. Yeah. Uh he also said he had not been charged with a crime in a follow up tweet. To be absolutely clear, I've not been charged with a crime, therefore no bail was required. I was released pending further investigation. Uh, early on Saturday, sources told TMZ the alleged attack occurred at 3.45 a.m. And Nelly, whose real name Cornell Howard Hayes Jr., was specifically identified. Uh, he was booked at 7 in the morning, then released. Uh, Auburn Police Spokesman Commander Steve Stocker confirmed officers arrested the Grammy winner early Saturday morning and his tour bus at a Walmart and that he will have an appearance before a judge at some point. Nelly's lawyer uh, subsequently claimed he was the victim of uh, completely fabricated allegations. Mm-hmm. You think he walked in there and uh, uh, he he uh, titted his head and was like, "This in for the fix." Mm-hmm. 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 I think that's that's exactly what I think happened, mm-hmm. Karen. He was like, "I didn't lose control; she lost control." <laughs> he went just like, "I have a heart of a champion." <laughs> What's wrong with you? Ah. You know, you know, he gonna look at her. Now, I wouldn't up with, with this country grandma. You got it mixed up. I wouldn't try and do nothing to you, girl. I guess he's not supposed to, she wasn't supposed to take a ride with him. Mm-mm. No, she wasn't. Okay. Alright. Alright. He's gonna go saying. to his wife and be like, you know, it's the same thing over and over again. These bitches is crazy. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, well, <laughs> uh, over and over again with these jokes karen mm-hmm. uh i am confident once the scurrilous accusation is thoroughly investigated there'll be no charges nelly is prepared to pursue all legal avenues to redress any damage um caused by a clearly false allegation um in 2015 he was arrested at the statute during the weapons finals to a bus let's just call it being a rapper mm-hmm. the incident unfolded that when tennessee patrol oh, i don't care about the drug arrest but yeah um i don't know man uh, it's early we don't have that much information um about what happened and shit i'm sure more shit will be coming for us since he's a very famous person i've already seen people defending him with the the emmett till white women thing i don't even know we don't even know anything about the woman that accused him of anything right and motherfuckers are already on some uh emmett till you know they pulled that out um yeah i don't know man i guess always is always best case scenario would be nothing happened and it's just a lie and hopefully um you know nobody actually got sexually assaulted and stuff what i do know is a lot of people start putting out these videos of him on stage and showing him being really creepy towards girls that were clearly not of age i don't know if that's part of his 
his show or something where he has his uh, and like it was more than one video of like oh, shit. yeah it's like these really young looking girls and him like getting all in their face whispering in their ear and twirling their hair around his fingers and shit and i, I don't know it just felt really weird like why like is he performing at a concert for 13 year old girls or something like why why is that the thing that's happening it i don't know i don't know but uh i don't know that's just it just seemed like all bad shit going on over there correct um pitiful thugger girl young thirsty thug sends ex jerica carlay death threats after she ignores his apology you know i don't know who did this young thug you absolutely know who young thug is because you always say you don't know who young thug is (laughs) every single time that we bring up young thug (laughs) you know i treat him like the white women i don't remember at the end of the conversation yeah you definitely know who he is um and i end up having to play the damn song (laughs) every time um but uh yeah he's a rapper um, oh the lifestyle song okay yes. thank you people lifestyle that dude i'm with you now anyway him and his harem must be playing on social media or they're really messy and dumb the rapper has been was outed for being a dirty dog earlier this week and then began publicly begging his ex fiance jerica carlay for another chance after she ignored his plea he didn't threaten death with her on, to her on twitter he allegedly left his secret phone around Jerrica and she went through it and she found explicit text and photos to Thug from her own friend, a mess. Yeah, uh, yesterday Thug was copping a plea on Instagram. Um, uh, Thugger asked everyone for some help to get a second chance. Uh, okay. I guess he made a Instagram video of, uh, him asking for help. I'll see if I can put it on screen so you guys can too share in the beauty that is young thug babe give me your, give me we babe, don't see it give me a chance i promise i won't mess up no more everybody tell her to give me one chance okay. tell her to give me one more chance and i promise i won't mess up ever again i promise okay the last part of the video is just his legs i don't know what happened there Mm-mm. but uh i guess he figured going to social media and making his millions of followers or whatever harass this woman for a second chance would work mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. she hasn't responded to his instagram comments uh personally but she did have some tweets uh i'm definitely back on the market though she put and then another one see y'all hoes sit up and giggle at the next woman's struggle with all with a closet of skeletons and a negative bank account oh shit never run to the internet for sympathy that's on you you know they don't you know them niggas do not care for the most part especially when you super popular like that roof don't live there yeah roof is not a resident she ain't got a twitter account she ain't logged in she ain't put an email she ain't verified nothing don't nobody know what she is uh i'm definitely back on the market though uh da 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 let's see young thud must have been drinking that thug juice in the wee hours of the night when he tweeted this what market bitch you gonna die on god hmm yeah that's a threat i don't know i know around that is there jk out there you know how people do j slash k i don't know but like just del- joking like he deleted the tweet afterwards so mm-hmm. no you know people snap i mean not snapchat but uh snap pictures yeah um 
yeah all right well anyone you better on? hope don't happen to this woman because you're gonna be the number one suspect yeah man motherfuckers are crazy girl. yes they are uh iggy azalea got sued over an unpaid three hundred thousand dollar credit card bill oh she should have not paying bills yeah i guess her tastes were too fancy come on i don't know any of her other songs <laughs> i mean i can look them up but i'm pretty sure the list is gonna be uh, very not, it's long it's not worth it it's not worth it uh <laughs> but yeah she's been sued by american express for 299,147 dollars and unpaid credit card bills amex is seeking the full amount which is over 250,000 dollars over her credit limit plus legal fees uh oh legal fees yeah she's been slapped with two tax liens in 2016 for 269,980.20 for unpaid 2015 taxes and 391,056.55 for 2014 the year her debut album the new classic dropped uh her net worth was estimated 10 million dollars in 2016 but it's unclear where that figure stands now she spent fifteen thousand dollars on rent every month at an apartment and her sophomore album digital distortion was shelved indefinitely though she assured fans it would come out eventually uh i wonder what ti says about that oh Mm-mm. that king is too worried about getting his family back together come on but yep she uh she fucking up y'all um let's see uh oh man this scandal i don't even know what you would call it it's some type of scandal um apparently um milo yabalabalus mm-hmm. and breitbart and shit they like this big buzzfeed article came out that I, I read the whole thing it's long but it was worth the read to me um even though us as black people mostly already knew this shit um but they linked breitbart milo and all and um um the fuck is that dude's name that steve bannon Bannon, they linked it directly to the white house um um because uh and and directly to the alt-right as well which essentially says the alt-right is in the white house right and that's what people been saying but jamel uh jamel says it and all of a sudden everybody was a motherfucking minds Mm -hmm. um what's interesting to me is um there's many interesting aspects about the article i think one of the most interesting aspects is that um the construction of what of a star in the alt-right thing and it's not over for milo he just he had to fall back after that pedophile shit and steve bannon was employed by the white house so he couldn't really help him he'll be back he will definitely be back they even approached him about launching something um uh already like they're pro- like we need to relaunch milo.com or something like that um here's uh other another other things that were interesting in that article they were linked to big money like billionaires uh they had a billionaire that was funding not just breitbart but trying to fund milo um his travel his tour all that shit i believe that so you're getting the word out they'll support you right uh he also had conservatives who were old school conservatives now keep in mind he's a gay man who were willing to look past that because he was getting so much traction for conservative values and white nationalism that they were like we don't give a fuck that he's gay we don't give a fuck that he's walking around being vulgar any of that shit enough more people being drawn to the cause so they were hitting him up trying to get in his head and be like well this is why we need you to talk more about how uh catholicism and we need you to talk more about 
uh white uh history and historians and things it was it's an amazing fascinating read on buzzfeed um and also within there there were a lot of reporters who were supposed to be um some level of uh either objective or they worked for left-leaning places they were they were contacting him through his emails too so someone apparently got the password to his emails and that's how they found all these emails that he was sending out and buzzfeed basically published excerpts from him and there were a lot of people they didn't mention which makes you wonder who else right right it was like we 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 don't want them problems right there's some people we'll do we'll deal with them but no we don't want them problems and some of these liberal left-leaning like and they're you know one thing in common with all of them white people uh some of them were tar were bringing up other liberal people to be targeted by him like i don't want to talk shit about anna sarkeesian but but you can because that's your brand so let me tell you some dirt on her and then you go go talk shit about her you know and don't um, tell your source quote unquote right uh one dude was a vice reporter um and uh a staff writer for broadly which is supposed to be like this feminist thing that's actually uh the, i think the lead editor is a dude so so i don't know if it's still that way but i know it was in 2016 so we'll see anyway uh vice's vertical devoted to women's experiences is under fire at the th- buzzfeed published transcripts of a sexist conversation he engaged in with former breitbart editor milo yalanopoulos mitchell sunderland participated in an email thread with uh milo yogatopoulos and conservative firebrand and coulter where he asked the former breitbart editor to target new york times columnist lindy west who was also targeted by get gamer gay targeted by milo and them she had she was doxxed she was uh harassed there were bomb threats and shit called into conferences where she was supposed to be speaking um you know like these are people who basically have been threatened with and he's this guy's just adding to it while while keeping his name behind the scenes right like he ain't coming out having no beef with lindy west but he will gladly offer up like hey go attack this bitch and this is the type of shit that happened. People wonder why same people get keep getting elected and why Trump is going to be reelected for four more years because people support, but they want to support behind the scenes. But you talk to this dude, he'll tell he'll do would deny the whole thing if this information hadn't came out. Right. Um, he also offered a video from Broadly for uh to be mocked by them. He offered it to Baked Alaska, this dude who is an alt right person and worked uh for um milo at the time um he he said uh do whatever you want with this on breitbart it's insane after the report surfaced journalists and media talking heads took to twitter to call his for his removal um buzzfeed basically said they're gonna in, investigate but yeah it's, uh in addition to tech and entertainment yannopolis had hidden helpers in the liberal media against which he and bannon fought so uncompromising a long-running email campaign Gmail group devoted to mocking stories about the social justice internet included predictably his friend Ann Coulter but also Mitchell Sunderland a senior staff writer for Riley's Vice Women's Channel according to its about page Riley is devoted to representing the multiplicity of women's experiences we provide a sustained focus on the issues that matter most to women 
and he put please mock this fat feminist sunderland wrote to yadonopolis in may 2016 along with a link to an article by the new york times columnist lindy west who frequently writes about fat acceptance and while sunderland was broadly's managing editor he sent a video about the satanic temple and abortion rights to tim guillanette uh with instructions to do whatever with this um breitbart it's insane uh the next day they published an article called satanic temple joins planned parenthood and pro-abortion crusade so he was basically infiltrating like um and while getting a check from an organization that's about women's opinions and experiences first and this motherfucker's just going behind people's back um a lot of these motherfuckers have been caught in these emails and shit they on twitter like i apologize and the people that they're supposed to apologize to are like no you didn't and they just run they just and it's like up to like new york times and shit like it's not just you know so, some website you never heard of yeah because um, yeah. white people going white when it comes to this shit right it don't matter what your organization is you still have individual people that do fucked up shit right um so yeah it, you know and everybody was kind of going in on there on twitter we'll see if there's any fallout if anyone loses yeah, a job somebody was talking about the young turks i don't know if they would involved in this whatever i i don't remember reading what the okay. young like i read the whole thing but i don't remember what the young turks did if, okay if, if, oh if y'all their wanna, name even came up okay i didn't know yeah if y'all want to elaborate in the chat but I, I i read the whole thing and i don't recall seeing them mentioned or if they it's so long maybe i forgot right but um yeah i don't remember them coming up but there were there were tons of people that did come up there were tons of people that did say uh fucked up shit um but um yeah it it was just it was you know it was telling because to me what i think about is this um how many canaries in a coal mine uh experiences did black people have with this shit because we got targeted first black people that are progressive liberal that speak out and talk about race and shit people that don't worship at the feet of bernie sanders or hillary clinton or any other uh democratic necessarily candidate you know how many of them did i watch get uh you know uh, people that just disagree with certain journalists that are liberal but then all of a sudden you see them get harassed sometimes to the point of having to leave the platform of twitter and it's an organized type of harassment and i always notice like yo you can literally see like within a couple minutes of disagreeing with this person some somehow some way people start coming after you and it's not just your um run-of-the-mill like uh i just disagree with you and it's like a bunch of trolls it's alt-right people it's people with flags and shit Uh, when olivia got you know harassed on twitter and doxed and all that shit came out of nowhere right how but that was a lot of liberal twitter at first going at i just disagreed and then then all of a sudden yeah you're like where did this come from is there a reddit is there some behind the scenes shit i think they do i and think they it, go like raise flags and, and posts and shit to get more people out there that's what i was gonna say is uh in the article you even see like clearly there's a um contingency there's a behind the scenes network of gotta be people left and right that that disagree with a lot of the stuff diversity feminism all this shit they take a check from the left they take a check from the right they, they collude on things um milo's articles most of them were literally the ghost written or um act like act- actively they sought out white supremacists and said can you tell write about this t- 
to us so we can write it up and put it in Breitbart. Direct connections. And they put the articles right on out. Um, he had a ghostwriter. So to, for a lot of this shit, which to me is like, okay, Milo may really be the amoral person, quote unquote, that people talk about where he just wants to do anything for the spotlight. So to him, if being a gay man who uh covets racism misogyny transphobia and shit homophobia even if it will get him more attention and more money he's just gonna do it and that's what i got from that piece he put out some uh they even had a piece where um they even had a piece where he uh was a video where he was literally singing karaoke in a room with um richard spencer and another um known white supremacist while they were doing the how hitler sign salutes and he said oh yeah i didn't see it because of my extreme myopia or something like that like because people remember when they were calling him cute remember when they were um bill maher was softening his image um bill maher felt bad for him for losing his job and wanted to have him back on his show um the like the enabling of this white person who is a gutter garbage human being who if 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 at best is an opportunist that's the best thing you can say about him is well maybe he's just doing it because he just wants money and attention in the spotlight he don't care at worst he's a piece of shit that believes this stuff and it was interesting to see um the treatment that he got compared to the ostracized uh the ostracization or ostracization i guess of people you know of, of a lot the ostracizing of a lot of like black people and voices that speak up about these things they just disappear you know um even um races as black people that that be cooning like that still end up getting uh getting the fuck out of there sometimes you know um so yeah it was man like it the rabbit hole just goes deep and the protection around him and the way that they wanted to lift him up and the the artificial level of uh promotion that they gave him and the um you know when you see how designed and calculated like steve bannon's involvement um in this like uh and down to how deep the concepts go and keep in mind these are all people that have been allowed to divorce themselves from the quote-unquote real white supremacists meanwhile the white supremacists are ghostwriting their fucking articles for them and they're just putting their name on the front you know um uh one white supremacist dude even got a piece spiked by being like "Uh uh-uh don't write that it's too nah this one sounds a little too much like this that and the other get this out of here and they did it they deleted it you know like um it, it, it it's just it's just amazing to think of how deep that rabbit hole went um all behind um all behind i mean to the, basically to the tune of getting trump to the white house you know so uh yeah it's a scary piece to read but i think i feel like everybody should read it because um it's is is detail and i mean not everybody should read it obviously but uh it's detail and i think especially if you're black and you've been on the internet long enough you've seen some of these patterns it's like okay i knew this was happening you know and that's and that's just the stuff they reveal i guarantee you there's a ton of shit in there where it don't seem as important because they weren't targeted like it wasn't lindy west and it wasn't 
Anita Sarkeesian, Anita Sarkeesian, like it was, it was, you know, black people that these people that write for Buzz, we may have never even fucking heard of. But I guarantee you, you know, um, and even he felt like his trolls, when he got kicked off Twitter, he didn't want that. So even he felt like his trolls had gotten out of control to a certain extent, but he didn't want to be seen as admonishing them. So he, he struggled with that conflict of these people support me. I don't want them to turn on me. So, when they're harassing leslie jones i'm gonna just go in there and act like i'm encouraging it without actually coming out and telling them what to do he was always playing that fine line which brings me back to uh twitter and the platform and trump and shit these motherfuckers need that audience twitter makes themselves valueless by being like well we need to have a place for the for these people to go as opposed to being like man get the fuck off our platform and, and then you make a message for yourself you take a stand and you gain some political goodwill but as long as you have trump on there as long as you have a milo on there as long as you have these alt-right motherfuckers on there telling people to be no, harassed and doxing people right as long as you have it on there the value of your company is trash nobody wants to deal with it because to you that's freedom of speech but to the rest of us it's just harassment right and if anybody ever does purchase you they're gonna purchase you at basement bargain prices then they're gonna turn around and clean the fuck out of and be like you got to go you got to go deactivate these accounts clean all this shit out yep all right guys game time We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe, find different uh stories that fuck with black people, and we score from zero to hundred intervals twenty five. Today's contestants, everybody. Uh, speaking of um Milo Yabadabadabalus, guess who married a black man this weekend? Oh, he did. He married a black man, and the black man was wearing a jacket, a white tuxedo jacket, and on the back it said, Blind for Love. Mm. <sighs> what kind of harassment did you sign up for? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was banned from Twitter following his incitement of racist tweets against Leslie Jones. He announced his marriage on Instagram. For years, he, he has notoriously used social media to promote an alt-right agenda by bashing Muslims, Black Lives Matter activists, and feminists, and perpetuating racist trolling against blacks, including comedian Leslie Jones. But it seems he he's apparently uh, married uh, somebody that is black, his boyfriend, on Saturday. There's only one photo of his groom who was identified as John, who they don't show his face ever. I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to know we'll who. Never the, know who's the coon that does this. Who? Who's the coon that does this, man? Why? Why don't you love yourself? Um. Yeah. So, um, that motherfucker is uh, a hundred. Mhm. Hundred. Mm. Yeah. Don't forget this dude who's now getting married. Legal, he got married in Hawaii, where gay marriage is legal. 2013, same-sex marriage is legal. Had originally wrote a column called 2015. Uh, in 2015, gay rights have made us dumber. It's time to get back in the closet. 
forcing gays back to the closet solves the problem of what happens to children when they have two dads or two moms he wrote good news is the gay rights so he wrote it or one one of them ghostwriters right put his put his put his name on it the good news is that gay rights are in the minority globally speaking china india and most of all russia proudly celebrate the importance of the nuclear family yeah so there you guys go zero to a hundred oh oh yeah it's a uh 100 you know Mm -hmm. like the author reggie say uh love for you be who you want to be love who you want to love but Mm -hmm. yeah you still get a hundred yeah you get a hundred uh former neo-nazi removes racist tattoos thanks to unlikely friendship mm-hmm uh former neo-nazi had his swastika removed um tattoos removed after becoming friends with his black probation officer michael kent who was part of a violent white supremacist group previously had a swastika tattooed on his chest and white supremacist motto white pride inked on his back however he now says his views have changed completely um due to his uh relationship with his black uh woman patrol uh parole officer uh his deeply ingrained racist views are shaken when black parole officer tiffany whittier 45 was assigned this case 38 year old kent told abc news if it wasn't for her i would have seeped back into it i would have i would think of i would think of her more like family i was a member of a skinhead group a very violent group my first racial tattoo was white pride and i got two swastikas one on my chest and after describing his tattoos he goes on to explain the story behind why he had him removed it's kind of a good story but an odd story i got my caseload transferred to a black woman she just marched up to my house and it wasn't for her probably would have been deep back into it so she she was a black woman she just did her job and then he was like oh you know racism is stupid kent tells the news outlet that whittier first came uh, around his house he had a nazi flag up on his wall she told him you need to take that crap down and start putting more positive stuff so that when you wake up you see positive stuff instead of hate kent's tattoos were removed at fallen house tattoo studio in colorado in a partnership with Nonprofit redemption inc which removes hate tattoos free of charge he explains that he is now working on a chicken farm in colorado where the majority of his co-workers are hispanic before all of this i wouldn't work for anybody or with anybody who wasn't white he said now out of 13 people that work with me i'm the only white person there speaking about his friendship with whittier uh kent adds she gave me the strength and the courage to do what i'm doing to change my life uh zero to a hundred you know what i i'm gonna give it a 75 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, minus 25 with uh the hopes that this is real Mm-hmm. Um, but the other seventy five was uh, nigga. She was doing her job. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was her job, and you are your ass gonna go back to jail. So her rules actually mattered. Mm-hmm. If it was, it was in a situation where the shit she said didn't matter to you, would all of a sudden your life change for the better? Yeah, this thing where you meet a black person and that's the thing, like, because that means basically you've been hating black people your whole life and not knowing none of them. Uh, which is a tenet of white supremacy, right? You, you know, you just, what, like my man, um, bought James Baldwin said, why do y'all need a nigger? You know, um, so yeah, it's just interesting to see, um, yeah, I'm good. I'm she just showed up and did her job and this motherfucker's like, well, black people are not what I heard. I did not know. 
Yeah, I'm glad you changed your life. Glad you got your your shit down. But if she'd have been just a regular ass nigga that would like get this shit down, would the response been a little different? Because she was the one that was beholden right. to your ass going to jail. Right. I still give it a hundred. Um. Anyway, uh, the FBI has a new U.S. terrorist threat, and it's called Black Identity Extremist. Yeah, well, when you have a white supremacist in the White House, um, you know, you uh, end up with shit like this. Um, yeah, so um, law enforcement calls it a violent movement. Critics call it racist. Uh, as white supremacists prepared to descend on Charlottesville, Virginia in August, the FBI warned about a new movement that was violently growing and racially motivated. Only it wasn't white supremacists, it was black identity extremists. Amid a rancorous uh, debate over whether the Trump administration downplayed the threat posed by white supremacist groups, the FBI counterterrorism division has declared that black identity extremists pose a growing threat to premeditated violence across law enforcement. Um the fbi assesses it is very likely black identity extremist perceptions of police brutality against of african-americans spurred an increase in premeditated retaliatory lethal lethal violence against law enforcement officers and will very likely serve as justification for such violence keep in mind statistically police officers have never been safer in our country than they are today right keep in mind also um they're saying um that there are good people on both sides of white supremacist rallies but not this black identity extremist quote unquote whatever that means um those people are just bad people and they're they're causing violence and black identity extremist that's just the name right but believe you me other marginalized groups we all brown like i I love maybe and maybe because i don't know if i'm old but my this is how my mind functions to white people is white and everything else there's no separation it's white and everything else when it comes to this so they're using this but it's gonna be a lot of other people that's gonna fall underneath this this list right here y'all you know it's gonna be some native american activists it's gonna be you know black lgbtq activists like it's gonna be other groups uh uh uh, uh, uh hispanic activists latino activists well, you don't know what though this is specific to us now I, I think there's a reason for that i don't think it's i don't think it spreads to everybody okay. i think they specifically are targeting these movements that sprung up under obama like yeah, yeah and we're the loudest yeah i mean they, they're gonna go after black lives matter like i'm not saying nobody will catch it too right. but these are specifically against the fact that black people are they're targeting black groups like these are the things that just anyway this is bad is what i'm saying okay like these are the things that i think when people say shit like wow you don't see black lives matter marching everywhere anymore it's like what well, part of the reason is because of this what we led into the white house is a direct threat to them on a physical level and i personally am not one of these motherfuckers that think you not down and you not real unless you're willing to go out here and get killed for this shit i'm not one of these people me either. i never was when i remember people saying stuff like black people even why why y'all ain't protesting trump rallies i'm like because they not they don't deserve to fucking die or be beat upside the head to prove a point that we already know that these motherfuckers are racist and then y'all can debate it on the news like it didn't really happen like right i mean what like don't i don't i don't need a pointless sacrifice from black people to prove anything Mm -mm. 
um and so i don't i can see why people wouldn't be marching as much i can see why motherfuckers not getting in the streets as much like i see why it's the antifa out there swinging punches and not just uh you know black lives matter uh dc or whatever going out there to swing punches on people like you are the enemy now in a way that you weren't even under obama and i don't know that people would want to admit that because i know things weren't perfect under him but goddamn it's not it wasn't you know go get these motherfuckers it wasn't let's identify these motherfuckers as uh uh terrorist groups for uh, that are killing the police like you had police officers saying that on local levels you had um politicians saying that now they're the fucking fbi is like yes we even if it was quiet at the time now it's public like motherfucker y'all we are after y'all um yeah uh so yeah the fbi uh assesses very likely incidents of alleged police abuse against african-americans since have continued to feed the resurgence of ideologically motivated violent criminal activity within the bie movement some 748 people have been shot and killed by the police so far in 2017 including at least 168 african-americans the report dated august 3rd just nine days before the white supremacist rally in charlottesville turned deadly appears to be to be the first known reference to black identity extremists as a movement but former government officials and legal experts said no such movement exists and some expressed concerns that the term is part of a politically motivated effort to find an equivalent threat to white supremacists Mm mm-hmm because white people don't know what racism is no, and so, they don't so they do racist shit like this they're like i the white supremacists well how's that any that's to me y'all had black lives matter and y'all gonna sit over here and complain about some white supremacists y'all trying to say only black lives matter it's the same like we gotta make two sides of the same coin it's impossible because you have to consider the entire field of of play and the entire system of 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 privilege and 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 racism and injustice before you even can consider what's even kill what's what's equal size to two things um uh yeah former senate senior counter counterintelligence uh counterterrorism and intelligence official from the department of homeland security who reviewed the document at fp's request expressed shock at the language this is a new umbrella designation that has no basis he said there there are civil rights and privacy issues all over this yeah i mean we already knew that you know they were going to be targeting activists and shit like that anyway um and they had been keeping track of people uh mm-hmm. going to marches and things Tapping like that phones, monitoring them yeah but i like i said personally man i don't have i i knew when trump got elected i was like uh these the tactics that people are using are going to have to change mm-hmm. because like if motherfuckers thought it was bad before that's thinking it's bad when um america really let itself down by having a bunch of republicans in congress and senate and the only thing holding that damn back was a couple niggas at the top right like that was it and and for the record it would have been that way under hillary too it's not like it was gonna get better motherfuckers are still gonna vote republican in every other place and then she would have been president and it would be like okay stop the country from being a racist piece of shit hillary uh good luck we'll see you at the polls uh in 2020 mm-hmm. but don't expect no help from us as american citizens yep. don't expect no uh and expect us to get mad at you if you ever come out and say anything that offends my white sensibilities like that's exactly what the position we put this country in and uh yeah when you let 
the top shift in an environment that's already red like it's not a it's not a blue country uh this is what happens like they just run down rough rough shot over everybody so i understand why people ain't in the streets don't go out there down my behalf dog Mm -hmm. don't like i get it gotta find another way because it's not this is not gonna be the lick like Mm -mm. the they're gonna definitely be acting i think that's the next step is to just be like a an official um i think we're going to have an official declaration of um like black lives matter moving for black lives all that stuff uh as like terrorists i think that's where we're going i think before this four years is up we'll get the these motherfuckers are terrorists whether they have to make it do whether they have to make it that themselves like or whether um they just start designating that that way i mean you know angela davis got arrested and you know accused of killing police officers and shit like you know uh asada shakur is still in cuba for for shit you know like once the government puts that target on your on your back like it's hard to get it off you know um so yeah i i don't know a hundred for me mm-hmm. um let's see uh do one more um how about uh what's it going to do oh there's another um charlottesville march this weekend 100 i, I don't even need to, yeah Mm-mm. it was quote-unquote unplanned which just means it was unannounced uh they planning these things of course it should tell y'all that they knew to get there organized and do another one of these uh torchlight marches in charlottesville uh and with just less media attention but still got some people to come out there it should tell you a lot about them so yeah they they carried the torches to a statue of robert e lee um which the city has sought to remove uh the march coincided with the university celebration of a bicentennial it was a planned flash mob spencer said in an interview saturday night it was a great mm-hmm. success we've been playing this for a long time we wanted to prove that we came in peace in may we came in peace in august and we can come again in peace their message our identity matters we are not going to stand by allow people to tear down the symbols of our history and our people we're going to do this again man charlottesville gotta tear that fucking monument down if this they, is america i'm tired mm, i don't i'm tired of motherfuckers every time some shit like this happened a lot of people come out and be like this ain't our country yes the right. fuck it is stop that bullshit every time we have a mass shooting this is our country every time um uh, we have a charlottesville this is our country trump in office this is our country i'm tired of motherfuckers constantly being um constantly want to deflect and go well this is not the country it is the country it is the country because if it wasn't we we, we would not be getting these same results uh oh yeah and then uh 100 by the way um mm-hmm. dove missed the mark uh when it released this racist facebook ad missed the mark guys this is a fucking picture of a black woman um in uh a commercial or something it was an ad that uh picture ad okay and it's uh four it's like in four parts or whatever mm-hmm. um it's a black woman in a um white like tank top or something and it's supposed to be like you know dove is uh um get you clean right and so okay that that it's supposed to show what dove represents and it's um the first picture is a black woman smiling the second one is like her like taking off her shirt and and then when she takes off her shirt in the by the fourth frame she's a white woman so yeah it's a black woman wearing a brown shirt and can you see it 
in the chat yes yeah and then they posted uh an image we posted we recently posted on facebook mr mark representing women of color thoughtfully we deeply regret the offense it caused who thought this was smart how's this possible who, people are dumbasses who approves this bullshit who approves this and it's not even um isolated there's some marketing in the past uh from a couple years ago um and it's a dove ad that says before and after and it's the a black woman on the left a brown woman in the middle and a white woman in the after yeah because somebody believes this and apparently everybody does because this shit i work in corporate america and in the corporate america shit go through 45 people approval before it especially something this big you got a lot of people that have to approve approve again send it down edit recut ship it down edit recut you go up three more levels you push it down five more levels you go up 10 so i'm like everybody just sign off on this and because if you approve this and you didn't look at it that's your fault because your job is to monitor this shit which means somebody didn't do their job as far as looking at it be like no somebody uh, somebody on this 45 step ladder had no goddamn decency or common sense to be like no this is going to be a problem especially in the type of environment that we have today and especially in the environment where you know niggas getting mad about shit brown people getting mad about shit that don't properly represent them you mean you right. mean nobody in the let's, marketing team came and was like hey y'all y'all might not want to do this let me go to the next session real quick because you're gonna get cut off hold on no coming right back everybody all right uh we'll be right we'll be right back all right all right bring everybody back on screen but uh yeah I, that's such a basic rudimentary like understanding of like who who doesn't understand that at, at this day and age you know as many controversies as there have been online like unless you're courting the controversy and you i mean unless this is the response you wanted i don't know how we get here uh with this shit you know um and and, and it's definitely racist because it's depicting the brown woman as dirty so there's no you know it's not not a misunderstanding or um you know uh inappropriate like people reading too much into it or y'all niggas always getting outraged like no the article is i mean the ad is definitely saying brown women dirty white women clean anyway we missed the mark guys so boy is there egg on our face Mm -mm. Mm no you didn't miss no motherfucking mark Mm mm-hmm everybody that did this is complicit right everybody is complicit like period nobody and this is what happened and people push against this particularly white folks this is what happened you don't have no motherfucking diversity and or you don't have people at brown people or or, or diverse people in higher places of power Mm -hmm. you don't need to be diverse you need to be diverse and the and the person that makes the decision needs power so when they say shit everybody go oh okay what's the point in the nigga in the diversity group going this don't make no sense whatever greg you need you need somebody in power to go no this is going to cause a lawsuit no black twitter gonna get mad no social media gonna go off no this is not good y'all so when y'all go out there and fuck up they gonna be like i told them bitches here's another level to it how much you want to bet they count this towards their diversity and hiring models right oh we hired a black woman and a brown woman and uh you know and we had a black woman in this ad and that ad and it's like you had her in the ad depicted as a dirty motherfucker that needed to be clean with yourself so she could be white inside like are we really counting that as diversity 
do are we really uh when you go do those statistics at the end of the year to do ad services um diversity campaigns and they're like oh look look how much more diversity did look are these two ads going in the in the good pile because they're not good ads they're not they're in the bad pile they should be Um, right and you know and 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 kind of not to get off topic but it's one of those things where y'all do bullshit like this right here and then rihanna's makeup come out and all her darker lines mm -hmm. like the six darkest lines sell the fuck out and they're constantly sold out every time they get them at the club every not the club but every time they get them at the uh, department store they're sold out you go online it's sold out so that goes to tell you that darker tone people they want shit towards them right not just that but uh all the other uh makeup companies that don't advertise towards black people and don't do a good job with diversity all of a sudden they start promoting all their black lines all their black models all their black makeup products like oh fenty beauty's out oh fuck uh uh get go get the black model and, and put her put that ad first now you know like um it's, it's just funny yeah, how they, people but, operate yeah but they constantly in that market constantly tell you how the darker tones don't sell um when you go to the uh to the mall on the cosmetic counters your 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 people that put on fucking makeup don't know how to put don't know right. how to blend for brown people they don't know how to your job your whole job is to put makeup on people know how to do your job i don't care what color you are if your job is to put makeup on me i don't care what the fuck my skin tone is you need to be able to blend and match it like it doesn't make any sense i don't even wear makeup i might get her stuff just because right and i'll try it because you know what who knows might make me look prettier um all right guys let's get into some lighter stuff okay we've been quite angry right yeah here. i'm sorry i ain't mean to yell at y'all no you don't have to apologize you can be the angry black woman here karen okay yes angry black woman this isn't a marketing meeting where they put up this 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 ad of photos and you got to keep your check so you got to pretend that it's all I, good i ain't got to be sounding i mean that's the thing i could be the i could i could be the the the, the what what elon called the jamal the best person in the back they be like don't do that shit mm-hmm. you can do that here it's fine uh so we'll try to switch it up and get it to some nice white news guys okay i'm gonna calm down the rest of this sunday show and ah! move into some positive things um because i think that's what we we really need but we can't do that of course without starting with uh i don't know with what some that music. is okay well karen it's, it's an ad they play before <laughs> ah! the you see the little video. corner yeah uh but uh yeah we'll we'll play we'll play a hit uh from the white people covers and we'll get to white when people. i met you last night baby before you opened up your gap what what is happening here uh a song is happening here karen is that a cigar uh, i think it's just a still picture had respect for your lady he be on the mouse now ah! i take it all back cause you gave me all your pussy <laughs> and even lick my balls oh lord <laughs> your number on the cabinet I promise, baby, baby I'll give, give you a call. Cause, Cause I have never met a girl. Gave a fuck about a bitch. I'd always, always be broke. Never have no money. Ah! Window to smoke. Bitch, 
smoke the loony, oh bitch, you can't do me. Though I look like TBD, UG groupie. I'm no love for hoes. There's something that I learn in the pounds. So how the fuck am I supposed to pay this hoe? Just to lay that hoe. I know the pussy's mine, so I fuck a couple more times. Then I'm through with it. Ain't nothing left to do with it. Pass it to the homie, now you hit it. It's just a bitch to me, and y'all know the bitches ain't shit to me. gives a fuck. Why don't you pay attention? I hit you with a different proposition. I'm corrupt. I ain't ever be your only one. Trick ass bitch, 'cause it ain't no fun. If the homies can't have none, it ain't no fun. If the homies can't have none, I don't think he's American. I don't know what he is. Have none, it ain't no fun. If the homies can't have none, well guess who's back in the motherfucking house with a fat dick for your motherfucking mouth. Hoes recognize niggas do too. Oh, he said it. Well, it's full of voodoo. What you gonna do? You really don't know. So I'd advise you not to trust that hoe. Silly of me to fall in love with a bitch, knowing damn well I get caught with my grip. And as the sun rotates and my game grows bigger, how many bitches wanna fuck this nigga named Snoop? Oh, he said the ER. I'm too swift on my toes to get caught with you hoes. That's where it was written on the piece paper you're printing out. Can't get a taste of it 'cause you know that I love 'em. And it ain't no fun if, if the, the homies can't, can't have none. It ain't no fun if, if the, the homies can't have none. It ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. It ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Whoa, now you know. Inhale, exhale with my flow. Oh, one for the money and two for the bitches. Three to get ready and four to hit the switches in my Chevy. Three or five to be exact. With bitches on my side and bitches on my, my back. back. So back up, bitch, 'cause I'm struggling. Just get on your knees and, and just start juggling these motherfucking nuts in your mouth. It's me, Warren G, the nigga with the clout, and it ain't no fun. Hear the homies can. Oh, thank you so much. That was so good. No, boo, no, Never boo. What a good selection this week. Mm-mm, I'm booing the choir. Boo. And don't forget, guys, white people news, the calming news is brought to you by Loot Crate. Mm-hmm. White people news brought to you by Loot Crate. Uh, they got exclusive items from the best of big pop culture franchises. Go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt, enter code tbgwt, get $3 off of any new subscription. Uh, if you're on a quest for Epic Gear, houseware collectibles, this is the place you need to go. You get a box every month. You can get $3 off. You get six to eight items, including licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one of a kind items. They got all kinds of different boxes. Loot wear, loot crate DX, like, you're gonna be looking real fly. Um, and this month's uh theme is mythical which will include buffy the vampire slayer stranger things ghostbusters marvel all kinds of stuff don't forget thor comes out so like it might be some thor stuff in there i'm gonna open up a box from last month to see what's in here uh let me see what we got i think this is the last box for the month um hopefully this isn't a repeat I don't know how to I don't go. think it is. I don't think we'll it see. is either, but we'll see. Um Oh wait, no, it is, it is. We Oh anyway. My uh, bad. 
bunch of cool shit in it i don't know what to tell y'all uh y'all already seen when we opened the boxes earlier so yeah make sure you guys uh get it man i was rocking my star trek shirt and my star trek uh socks just the other day so um lootcrate.com slash tbgwt uh don't wait for us to do a giveaway to get it because you never know when that's gonna happen Mm-mm. uh <laughs> because we don't know because we don't know when it's gonna happen uh, and also don't forget the white people news is brought to you my safety pin box i know white people listening this is your favorite section you probably skip forward to get here mm-hmm. well you can become a better ally with safety pin box they got a giveaway that they're doing email us the at gmail.com tell us in a paragraph why you would like to have this giveaway so you can become a better ally they have the safety pin box for kids uh it really helps you talk about race with your kids it's the 2017 edition it's a series let's talk about race and dot 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 uh it's eight week series geared towards elementary age kids and comes with one parent guy and one kids book kids book is part coloring book part reflection part task and each kid comes with parent slash kid spb tasks dinner conversations learning together activities reflection section original coloring book images as well uh they also include a full parent guide the parent guide will give you all the same task and prompts as a kid book but allow you to give some parent pre-work um before you talk with the kids as well as some reflection questions and tips on how to talk to your spouse and family members okay these are things that i think is very difficult to navigate people are are constantly getting frustrated and asking people online you're asking your black friends and shit like well what what am i supposed to do well here's a way where you can uh do it and typically people pay for this service they're willing Mm -hmm. to give this away for free Free. like this is a big value Yes, and it, it helps is. it'll help you out and if you listen to this show you're probably already in the demo now you do got to be white to win these okay mm-hmm. black people come on y'all we, y'all don't count y'all i'm sorry to be racist against yeah. y'all reverse racism you don't count you can't have this work much, like much of corporate america and anywhere else where black people have resumes you can't have this work mm-hmm. but uh white people we do need you to, to come get this work uh so and uh, uh the, you can do that choice with the kids or you can do the ally backpack mm-hmm. let which, us know which one you want which uh the is for people that are looking to be a comprehensive ally or you can call it the ally jumpstart uh it's a six video primer on race featuring video topics such as why does race matter what is race how race built america in the world how does race impact people in systems today black lives matter and the ongoing liber- black liberation movement uh physical you get a physical small backpack mailed to you interactive assessment questionnaire and easy to understand ultimate white ally glossary tangible tasks get started as an ally all right guys do that go to the blackoutist at gmail, gmail.com email us give us a paragraph let us know which of these boxes you want and we'll give it away on saturday on our feedback show all right mm-hmm. uh gloria allred is coming off the top rope at her own motherfucking daughter y'all oh shit mm-hmm. now first of all i didn't know lisa bloom was her daughter but god damn if that don't make all the sense in the world did y'all know that no i didn't yeah because lisa bloom the new like i'm about to help this woman that's accusing usher of giving her herpes and i'm like damn when lisa bloom start getting all this work mm. apparently she's the daughter of gloria already so she oh, inherited mama taught her well right or did she why she coming at her daughter then karen she must have taught her too well girl she you better like, get this tea mm, what didn't happen gloria already the celebrity feminist lawyer and prominent victims right advocate known for representing many of bill Cosby's accusers does not agree with her daughter lisa bloom's decision to represent harvey harvey weinstein weinstein uh according to a uh statement she released thursday 
had i been asked by mr weinstein to represent him i would have declined because i do not represent individuals accused of sex harassment uh adding that she only represents those who uh allege that they were victims of sexual harassment while i would not represent mr weinstein uh i would consider representing anyone who accused mr weinstein of sexual harassment even if it meant that my daughter was the opposing counsel she was like yeah i like this hey that's my that's my red flag y'all come on she gonna get this work on thursday morning the new york times released a report detailing decades worth of sexual harassment allegations against prominent hollywood producer while revealing bloom has been advising mr weinstein over the last year on gender and power dynamics earlier in the day bloom released her own statement about choosing to represent him as a women's right advocate i have been blunt with harvey and he has listened to me i have told him that times have changed it is 2017 he needs to evolve to a higher standard i have found harvey to be refreshingly candid and receptive to my message he has acknowledged mistakes he has made he is reading books and going to therapy he is an old dinosaur learning new ways Mm. so the check clear basically yeah could you imagine what that Thanks, uh, given, uh, dinner gonna be like, uh, if they, uh, do each other. Uh, so how is your case? I don't know, mama. Mm-hmm. How is your, this stuffing is good. How is your case? Uh, it's gonna be a little more contentious than that, I think. Why do you look 50 and you're 24? I think that's what's gonna be happening up in there. I think it's gonna be a little, it's gonna be a little more controversial than they, that. They, go, they gonna show up for Thanksgiving and everybody gonna be like, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted turkey and stuffing mm-hmm. i didn't show up for this and unseasoned green beans while we in the middle of a legal battle catch me outside how about that i think that's what's gonna be going on right thanksgiving i think we're gonna get a lot of catch me outside uh how about that come on okay. um i feel like uh i just wanted corn out the can i did not expect a brawl in here yeah i i feel like it's gonna be a pretty contentious uh meal you know you know i feel like uh you know you, you might want to step up in there and, and slide like get your plate to go you know yeah somebody gonna walk up in there with all the kids and be like oh oh before oh. you call me a cheap hoe where you got your daughter because you're the one who's having kids and don't know who the dad is who's the hoe now oh mm-hmm. shit they're gonna be done better, like not a friend of my no, wait, wait, wait. Right in front of my, right in front of my salad. Right, you gonna do this right in front of my salad? Right in front yep. of my salad, dog. People gonna be eating, like, right in right, front of my salad? Right in front of my vinaigrette. Right. My Greek salad. What's, what's happening here? Listen, it's about to get so ugly up in mm-hmm. there. They're, they're gonna be like, first of all, bitch. People gonna hit that dog. Or something. They're like, you know what? We got another meeting, and the kids go like, "No, we don't." Yes, we do. We mm-hmm. we got another meeting. Shut the hell up. We got another meeting uh that we got to go to. But I want to meet my cousin. It's time to go. Ready for my salad? It's gonna be it's gonna be worse than when people play uh spades. Like, it's gonna be bad. Um, but yeah, on Thursday morning, New York Times released that report. Let's see. There's some question as to why Bloom, who is also known for representing victims of sexual assault and harassment, would want to represent Weinstein. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no question. <laughs> Cha-ching. Come on now. Y'all serious? She ain't representing his ass pro bono. Come on. Uh, she does appear to have a vested interest in his career. Uh, back in March, Weinstein, Weinstein optioned the rights to her book, Suspicion Nation, about Tra- the Trayvon Martin case boy uh make strange bedfellows when you fucking with that money bruh the white and white violence is gonna be off the chain listen two white women fighting that's that's great 
uh kathy griffin neighbors now claim he's the vi- he now claims he's the victim and filed a restraining order against her after he was caught uh just weeks ago calling her a bald dyke and a cunt in a f- profanity laden rant so but now he's scared of her and she gotta go because he's the real victim kathy griffin seems like the least threatening person in the world to me i don't know how the fuck she ended up in so much shit i mean like i ain't trying to save her because you know she apologized for that stupid ass joke and was mm-hmm. feeling bad and it was crying on tv and shit but come on cat like really is america really ready to make kathy griffin america's enemy number one over this shit her, her neighbor says a comedian has been spying on him with electronic devices just weeks after he was caught calling her a bald dyke and a cunt and a profanity laden rant jeffrey mesger filed legal documents that say the lapd told him griffin and her boyfriend have been using electronic devices to spy on his family's conversations in his backyard including on his patio and jacuzzi area according to tmz uh he says various conversations were captured on audio and video including talks between him and his grandchildren however griffin says that she has security cameras on her private property for her protection and sound is only picked up on her property so there's no eavesdropping in the latest it's the latest in the explosive war between griffin and her neighbor mesger who has mutual restraining orders against each other uh his neighbor filed a restraining order against her on wednesday just weeks after calling her a bald dyke and a cunt and a profanity laden rant kb home ceo jeffrey mesger was ordered to stay a hundred yards away from the comedian and her boyfriend randy bick at all times after griffin was granted a restraining order against him last month she claims he'd been throwing trash into her yard blaring johnny cash tunes towards her home and yelling profanities at her and i believe her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i believe her yep open season on, on on her after that trump shit probably come on you know? um now he's filed his own restraining order in response uh how the fuck i'm supposed to say 100 yards away from you when we live next door to each other right. these are some big ass houses yeah with a lot of space between them yeah like how's that even supposed to be uh possible to to make that work um the filing is the latest in that ongoing very public feud after yeah so we both walking out to our driveways getting our car we probably closer than 100 feet depending on yeah your house is like, like i don't know how big they must be some big ass house 100 yards i didn't even, i don't even think it was feet it was yards like a football field uh, oh boy, yeah 100 mean. yards i gotta say a football field away from you and i live oh, next door yards? oh yeah yeah y'all well then everybody breaking this all the time then yeah how's that even uh oh, possible. physically possible to unless to, somebody moves yeah like oh man well, it must be and nice to have that much space close no they they yeah Mm-mm. must be nice to have that much space you know um because i i don't don't, your boy ain't got it i don't get it um (laughs) anyway um logs obtained from the homeowners association show they filed noise complaints immediately as soon as they moved in next to each other Mm -hmm. um (laughs) maskers believe that told association the homeowners association that he and his wife don't host parties often and their new neighbors need to adapt or they do host parties often no they say they don't host parties often and their new neighbors need to adapt so i guess we don't have host parties often but when we do they loud as fuck and y'all motherfuckers need to figure something out because we're gonna be loud Mm -mm. no Mm -mm. it don't work like that according to him it's gonna absolutely work that way karen so um because it was the other way around you fucking be complaining about our ass all the time uh you know what that's valid it would be complaining about our ass all the time but it ain't the other way around correct you want to be one way what's the other way Mm 
but yeah a spokesperson for lapd told her post the incident was a civil matter would take a while to find any record for the call big added that he called the lapd after hours for excessive noise some of which uh did involve children he was speaking with police and mexico's rant could be heard on the video hey randy go fuck yourself seriously you call on my grandkids at nine o'clock you're not even the fucking owner griffin said asked what's going on ceo added let's declare war uh asshole because we got a lot to go for let's bring it on you bitch griffin seemingly confused said randy what's happening crosstalk randy what's happening at this point mesger concludes if you're asking randy what's happening he called the cops on my five-year-old daughter you fucking cunt bitch nine o'clock at night oh this party's loud this party's really happening uh fuck you i've done enough trying to be nice partner fuck you neighbor war's happening don't wait until we gonna bring some things on you now fuck you since the recording became public mesker has had 25 percent of his bonus cut by kb home one of the largest home building companies in the nation kb home said in a regulatory filing that mesker has been a great leader his behavior was unacceptable and that he would be fired for any similar incidents in the future right, so not- that's why he's suing her because like how dare you get me on recording being a piece of shit <laughs> but you did it and she was like well this records my backyard if it happened to pick your shit up i don't know what to tell you but i'm monitoring my yard how you just gonna catch me out here being a piece of shit like this now now look at me now i look stupid because he's the real victim yeah now now i'm out here looking dumb and and you done caught me up in some bullshit i done lost 25 percent of my bonus fucking with you oh my god uh, must be nice guys right mm-hmm. must be must be a great you still look a bazillionaire but now mm-hmm. you're with your 25 cent less 25 percent less mm-hmm. uh yeah he paid um nine million last year in salary and stock awards but he hasn't received a bonus since 2014 in in that year he received a bonus of one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. so he lost out a few hundred he lost on like thirty thousand dollars so guys it's really bad for him uh speaking of harvey weinstein uh exclusive photos downcast harvey weinstein picture at the sexual harassment expose reveals he asked ashley judd to watch him shower paid a hundred thousand dollars to rose mcgowan and forced female employees to massage him in the nude um well i don't want okay you know what i find interesting if you want female employees to massage you in the nude that can totally happen if you hire masseuses correct that's their job that's what yeah. they do every day you could you know that's an option you know mm-hmm. you could you could say um i would like to be massaging the nude by a professional masseuse who i pay to do this right but if you just go get uh sheila from accounts payable not okay okay because she's not trained yeah he was spotted leaving at uh, his new york city uh, office minutes after a report was published reveal revealing that he repeatedly sexually harassed a number of female employees and movie stars over the course of his three decade career as one of hollywood's most celebrated studio heads yeah you know how it is guys y'all ever had to you know you just someone's interviewing for a job and you're like hey i'm gonna need to sexually harass you because that's what i do uh bombshell investigation by the new york times reveals that weinstein once asked ashley judd if she would like to watch him shower during a meeting in his room at the pennsylvania beverly hills and paid a hundred thousand dollars to rose mcgowan for an unknown incident shortly after she filmed her breakthrough role in the film screen um the settlement is one of eight that he has reportedly paid out over the past 30 years eight 
yeah eight, eight women he's paid out for i'm assuming silence with the time just the ones that he had to pay a lot of shit to happen the women just never came forth because they didn't want to deal with with it mm-hmm. and the thing is also when it comes to this shit you do realize that um maybe you can pay a woman for silence get her signed an nda but the payment that's a there's gonna be a record of that payment somewhere and that's the story too um at any rate uh it sounded like he's richer than god so it was just like you know paying out 100k to different women for i don't know whatever he was doing yeah for silence basically was fine uh he paid out an italian model amber batilana uh also getting an undisclosed sum in 2015 after accusing the hollywood executive of groping her and putting his hand under her skirt it was also in uh, it was also inside his room in the pennsylvania beverly hills where weinstein allegedly stripped naked and forced a female employee to give him a massage weinstein did not deny any of the claims uncovered by the time saying i appreciate the way i behave with colleagues in the past has caused a lot of pain and i sincerely apologize for it though i'm trying to do better i know i have a long way to go he added that he is now taking leave of absence from the company to deal with the issue head on weinstein appeared downcast as he exited in a waiting suv on thursday waving goodbye to lawyer lisa bloom as he sped up to the west side highway in manhattan yeah uh what i find interesting with this shit too he's taking a leave of absence to deal with it directly head on yeah after the report came out you know like let's not act like you you realize like yeah i uh i did the wrong thing here and i just i I realized my actions are wrong and lisa's been talking to me guys so nah the report came out you busted and now it's let me just slide away for a little bit until i can come back because nobody ever gets canceled i'm gonna do i'm gonna do all this shit to quote unquote make my image look good to say i've change evolve you know odds are probably not true but i'm going i'm going to do this just so i won't lose my job and here's a picture there's a picture of him literally waving to lisa bloom i mean that's a damning picture right there you know and that being said she's still gonna get a check like if check is a check so if Mm -hmm. she professionally has decided to represent him in, in this capacity i mean i'm not saying she shouldn't be judged for it but i i mean if it wasn't her it'd be some man if it wasn't her it'd be some other woman without a track record of this it's just gonna be hard for her to pull the moral high ground thing but you know what in a society that celebrates johnny cochran i don't really know how we can vilify her to be honest because i know way too many niggas that fuck with johnny cochran uh <laughs> getting a murderer off for us to really be pulling the high ground on this shit but yeah you know niggas gonna do it anyway oh uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. judd recounted her encounter with weinstein saying that she was doing night shoots in 1997 for the film kiss the girls when she got an invite to meet with him that she could not pass out because that's the, a very rich and powerful man too like you know the, the these people are movers and shakers you know he's able to make or break a starlet's career right so blacklist her right or right make or break you know what i mean uh their career so of course he's sitting up there you, you're you get this invite and you're like how do i pass this up um and i understand it's it's difficult to pass up anyway she said she felt uncomfortable from the start ordered cereal from room service because it would arrive quicker than a hot meal just said he was she was asked to give weinstein a massage and then a shoulder rub both of which she declined while trying to get herself out the room that's when he asked her to help him pick out his clothes for the day and then watch him shower i said no a lot of ways a lot of times he always came back at me with some new ass it was all this bargaining like coercive bargaining she eventually made her escape by joking that weinstein would have to help her 
win an oscar before she would be willing to touch him stating that the prestige of working for a studio made it too difficult to forcefully shut down his harassment there's a lot on the line the cachet that comes from mirror with miramax she added um she previously wrote about the same experience in 2015 for variety without naming him simply saying it was a studio mogul i was with a bunch of other actors and it was critical that it was actors the exact same thing had happened to them by the exact same mogul only when we were sitting around talking about it did we realize our experiences were identical and there was a mutual strengthening and fortification of our resolve she later wrote in the piece the ultimate thing when i was weaseling out of everything else was will you watch me take a shower all the other women sitting around the table with me said oh my god that's what he said to me too hmm that's such a weird that's and it's such a power thing right Mm -hmm. like because they can't like that's not even about like sexually like being like yeah because uh their power dynamic don't matter right like that's not even about like yeah i want to uh i'm gonna get sexually some sex out of this you're gonna touch me you're gonna nah he wants you to watch him shower because he can make you do it because he can make you do it weinstein denies parts of just story part of the reason he chose to sue the time uh, according to a statement from his attorney charles harder the new york times published today a story that is saturated with false and defamatory statements about harvey weinstein uh it relies on mostly hearsay accounts and faulty report apparently stolen from an employee personal file which is debunked by nine different eyewitnesses well how the fuck can nine eyewitnesses know about what happened in this room if they weren't in there nine nine why like, is that's a lot dog yeah how's that even possible like <laughs> harder went on to say we went we sent the times the facts and the evidence they ignored it and put rushed to publish we are preparing a lawsuit now all proceeds will be donated to women's organizations the attorney made headline that he represented hulk hogan in his case against gawker uh winning a 140 million dollar judgment for his client mcgowan would not comment on the times to the times about her experience but she has been very vocal about the incidents of harassment and assault she experienced in her early years. She has never named the perpetrators of these acts. The incidents between McGowan and Weinstein allegedly occurred in a hotel room in 1997 Sundance Film Festival, where she was 23 at the time. Right, and that's the thing. A lot of times, a lot of these women are young, and I guarantee this man was probably in his 40s or 50s, somewhere around in there. Yeah, I, I mean, in a way, this dude was um, serially harassing women. Um, <laughs> uh and getting away with it which shows you how powerful men can be um that these women were all silent about it and at best talked about it without mentioning his name because he was such a mover and shaker in the industry and and you don't want to look as look like you're the unhappy woman the hard to work with woman the bitch you know um i just find that interesting um yeah uh mcgowan did take the social media to report what after the report was released writing women fight on and to the men out there stand up we need you as allies be brave she later tweeted anyone who does business with blank is complicit and deep down you know you are even dirtier cleanse yourselves um well well you know what's funny is um everybody's not even in the position of a rose mcgowan where they can turn down that next role or um Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like somebody got to take the check like some people are not gonna have the right not the right but the position right to say um i won't work with this guy i won't take a check from this guy i refuse to deal with this like what do do you do when this is a the make or break opportunity because you know everybody went in that room and watched and watched and got you know 
proposition by this dude um but and he's a big time in the industry i think i want to say um the uh, one of the obama's daughters did an internship for his company Mm. you know and of course i saw some asshole frank wright uh was like frank rich or something was on twitter talking about some the obamas let their daughter work here and these rumors are well known and in the industry and they and they let this happen i'm like you're a reporter for the new york times and you didn't write shit about it for this many years well but the black blame the black family that's what we're gonna start with this (sighs) useless motherfucking useless um anyway um he got many industries uh many people throughout the industry that are his friends many people that are um celebrities politicians like he's a big time hollywood liberal so you know there's a bunch of people that are uh attacking um different uh politicians via uh you know via this dude by basically shaming them like oh obama this your friend oh hillary this your friend um and all that shit um but you know he's just a piece of shit so i don't know why um they're trying to make other people responsible for him you yeah know? that's not their job right um so uh let's see what else we got um oh wait it goes on wait lena dunham said something the woman who chose to speak about their experience of harassing by ivory weinstein deserved by all it's not fun or easy as brave amber tamblin says heed the mantra never forget women have nothing to gain everything to lose by coming forward um i mean that's true uh let's see uh stephanie mika says i took meetings with at weinstein with other female execs but every single time i hear as long as you ain't meeting with harvey you aren't meeting with harvey you're fine that's our reality Mm. so this dude people kept his secrets that long you know um which is another privilege of being a dude being a rich ass nigga like uh, all right um who else oh nick cannon's in the white people news i ain't apologizing for shit (laughs) is what he said guys okay nick cannon uh saint um he apparently gave a performance uh a comedy show at a new jersey catholic school and it crossed the line so according to the official staff comedian now he's he's been an official comedian for a while karen i mean what are you trying to say nah, i sound it sound like you're trying to say something i mean you gonna say it well say it with your chest you know yeah i didn't i've never heard this comedy and five everybody says bad mm, mm. so i'm like when i mean official it's like oh so you're touring and you know got date scheduled and all that type of stuff yeah he's been doing that for a while so you know i don't know yeah it sounds yeah, like I, yeah i'm not i mean i'm not trying to i say don't anything. know i i don't know nobody that you know quote nick cannon lines you know maybe that's just me maybe that's just me it, it might, might just be you i you don't know, know it might be a lot of you know unk wearing hoteps out there that he is just put them in stitches uh i mean that could be possible it could be what's going I'm on i'm not his demo so i don't know i don't follow him like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that what it is yeah, this is yeah, not yeah. none of the shade none of the slander mm-hmm, okay because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay. i'm 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 just a black woman you know a queen okay. who should know her place yeah black beautiful black queen over there Mm-hmm. uh yeah he says he want to apologize for his performance during a new jersey catholic university homecoming weekend the former host of america's got talent they thought he was safe y'all ain't see them videos um because they don't pay him no attention right i tell you white people don't pay nick cannon no attention uh if they knew the shit he'd be saying on these black interviews and shit they'd be like get this nigga off our tv 
uh he spoke at the strand theater on saturday during the georgian court university homecoming reunion in lakewood new jersey officials at the school felt cannon 36 disrespected the terms of his contract and crossed the line with offensive words that do not represent the school's core values you know he had convinced himself he was keeping it real too mm-hmm. yeah, they're talking to the white <laughs> look at all these white people in this picture <laughs> <laughs> they had no idea what they was dealing with man ain't mm-hmm. not a single black person in this picture with his ass mm-hmm. i know he got up there was like oh nigga let me tell you something <laughs> you ever be smoking a motherfucking marlboro nigga white people just looking at each other right. like i don't uh, know i do we i don't know um um I think females crazy Ooh, females crazy. I, I, I don't know, but I think all this <laughs> the shitty sin is offensive. Barbara, Barbara, God damn, mic. that's probably how he started the show. Oh, thank uh, at the Catholic University, we welcome Nick Cannon. Give it up, give it up. Woo! God damn, Jesus Christ, motherfucker. God damn. Woo, what's going on? Woo, y'all niggas ready for some comedy? <laughs> and he got caught in there real quick he responded on twitter and said i ain't apologizing for shit lol wait i'm sorry your university doesn't believe in freedom of speech uh he was asked you to sign the contract he was asked that was not freedom of speech he was asked to avoid vulgarity and explicit sexual content before saturday's show was expected to draw older alumni uh <laughs> he blatantly disregarded <laughs> oh my black dick so big oh god yes. here, here he goes here he goes do y'all like eating pussy up in here raise your hands <laughs> who like to eat pussy i want to acknowledge our profound disappointment with nick cannon the featured artist for this past saturday's com- comedy showcase mr cannon blatantly disrespect disregarded the terms of our contract much of his act ran counter to what we stand for at gcu i don't know why they i don't even know what they were thinking they must have thought he's gonna get up there and do some america's got talent shit yeah because because like you say white people just to see him on that and they don't associate anything else that he does they don't follow nothing else that he does they don't know anything else that he does so they just assume he's gonna be clean yeah one person replied yo nick don't apologize i go here i'm from the trenches for real newark most of them don't want us here but me and my boys gonna grind another person said laugh my fast fucking ass off this is my school some people don't have their heads up their asses like we are in college if you couldn't handle you shouldn't have gone so as, as a former student at gcu tell them suck it so there you go guys but he signed a contract he should have if he know he wasn't gonna do it don't sign the contract because you took the people money they can turn around and be like well we're not paying you because you validated the contract that you signed Mm-hmm. yeah he said he released a statement uh when he left america's got talent where he said recently many of my mentors have cautioned me that soon the system will come down on me because i was speaking too many truths and being too loud about it he said in a statement back in february so i guess the system is coming down on them guys mm-hmm. yeah, i guess the system is going to the college the the, oh, the, the old alumni mm-hmm cussing and shit mm-hmm uh oh nbc's 69 million dollar mistake network executive slammed the floundering megan kelly as she revealed it's revealed she's actually making 23 million dollars a year in a three-year deal for her morning show rivaling salaries of matt lauer and jimmy fallon Ooh, that's a lot of money make that money yes karen a big megan kelly fan mm-hmm. loves that she making that money mm-hmm. i hate karen Mm, no I, no you just sang it i, I heard you i do not like her Mm-mm, you're singing for her she making that money if they crazy enough to to pay her 
cash them checks mm-hmm. still fuck her but cash them checks mm-hmm. sound like you saying get your coins sis That's get them okay get your coins megan kelly y'all heard it here first mm-hmm. nbc exactly like the 53 percent yeah it's sometimes karen's okay with 53 percent just depend just some days you never know yeah depend on how i feel for the day NBC executives not involved just like them depend on how they feel for the day yeah not for me until she do right by me everything she touched gonna crumble uh, oh yeah oh yeah I'm, I'm not trying to say yeah no you know but my, but my thing is this they is how can i say this if they're crazy enough to give her ass that money they need to lose that money so i don't mind them making a bad investment in her i hear you i'm not mad at you karen ready for my salad right uh, in front of it dog mm-hmm. anyway they uh they they said look man we shouldn't have done this a slap in the face to the other stars on the network uh although it was rumored that the former fox news anchor was only being paid 17 million for her new role at nbc she's actually getting 69 million over the course of three years for swapping politics for talk shows antics her hefty salary was drawn has drawn the scorn of senior NBC and Comcast executives who believe a 46 year old shouldn't be raking in more than the network's veteran stars. It's two men, by the way. Uh, although NBC has thrown its weight behind the new show, Kelly's ratings tanked on Wednesday. Critics have slammed the star for not connecting with her audience. She has found herself in a string of uncomfortable celebrity guest encounters. One high-ranking staffer exclusively told the Daily Mail TV that this is insane. How on earth can they justify paying her $69 million for three years? It's obscene and a giant slap in the face uh, to all of NBC's established stars. If they're crazy enough to pay her man i if i'm jimmy Fallon, matt Lau, the price of the brick just went up what when it's time to renew y'all gonna have to pay them because listen i'm actually likable and good at my shit so mm-hmm. it is what it is mm-hmm. like yeah. jimmy Fallon don't step into politics and he the biggest thing he did was soften trump with that rubbing of his hair shit but that's because jimmy Fallon is so quote unquote likable so puppy dog ass like yeah uh looking at megan kelly if we make the same thing and i'm jimmy fallon nah that can't be a thing that's happening mm-hmm. need my money oh yeah oh yeah so i was gonna cost them is to so paying her force uh them to have to give up money for them give mm-hmm. them more money too i don't blame them uh the source continued the network had that created barbara walters tom brokaw and matt lauer will now forever be remembered for the 69 million dollar hire of megan kelly but them other people is good and we're good at their job that's what i'm saying that's what they saying it's a mistake okay when you add the cost of developing the show hiring staff promoting megan all the time it adds up to a hundred million dollar mistake uh kelly announced last january that she would be leaving fox news after spending more than 10 years in the network joining nbc news in june she began hosting sunday night with megan kelly a sunday night news magazine program and in late september she relaunched she launched megan kelly today although it was rumored that the mother of three was making around 17 million for a new show they found out that she's making much higher um another source said what's annoying is that megan's team at nbc proactively leaked the salary set sat in the range of 12 to 17 million when they knew that wasn't the case right and a lot of times the people's salary don't get leaked like this so yeah y'all purposely did that and y'all purposely gave a low number because y'all didn't want the outrage right and fox news leaked uh fox news offered her 25 million a year for four years um and she still walked away from that money um but that's because she got 23 um for three so she took a bet on herself i guess uh but anyway um cost more than you think to look that bad uh all right let's get into sword ratchetness and get out of here guys got some other things to do today um where's my sword ratchetness music uh 
here we go. A man welded a samurai sword on the street. Uh, wait, what happened to this link? Where's it going? Mm-hmm. Is it working? Okay, there we go. David Kenneth Collier uh, appeared before Wigan and Lee magistrates to plead guilty to the charge that, without lawful excuse, he had with him a po- uh, in a public place an offensive weapon. The 34-year-old Brookhouse Scholes was arrested after incident justices committed him to bolton court crown court where he will be sentenced by a judge on june the 21st um at least he's not fighting the charge okay you knew you was with that sword in public you knew that shit was legal just walking around like his motherfucking highlander or some shit come on man uh a man armed with a sword was taken into custody anchorage police alaska for real dog anchorage police um hold on now just froze homie give me one second to get back yeah anchorage police responded uh tuesday to a, a, a barricaded suspect who had reportedly armed himself with a sword at a downtown office building officers responded to a call about a man with a sword entering a building at 3:03 p.m tuesday exhibited signs of mental disorder the law firm ingoldson mason fitzgerald list its address at the scene of the incident the office is directly behind the nesbitt courthouse police closed down a single block of the west third avenue while they tried to negotiate with the man police spokesman renee alstead uh said there were people inside the building when the man entered it but they were cleared out she said police said in an update released around 9 p.m that the man was taken into custody without incident the man was not identified all right guys we'll be back tomorrow thank you so much for listening to the show we really enjoy uh you guys being in the chat and all that stuff uh don't forget write your emails in if you're a white person and you want to be a better ally you want to help your kid be a better ally the black at gmail.com short paragraph tell us why you want the to win the, the the giveaway and tell us uh if you want the children's box or the adult box um everybody else uh we'll see you guys tomorrow uh and uh like i said premium people i'll try to get that defenders recap out and i will try to get uh and we'll definitely do our fear the walking dead recap tonight so uh working on the weekend baby Mm -hmm. y'all been you premium boy yo your feed is gonna your feed is lit all right guys let's get out there and root for black power cam newton we can't let him down america Mm -hmm. he's in a tough situation right Mm -hmm. now and you females need to get out there and support this black king am i right karen no oh okay apparently not guys we'll talk to y'all tomorrow until then i love you i love you too